Strange Stuff Sideshow. Stuff you might not know. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the third mini-sode from Strange Stuff Sideshow with me, your host Kat Clifford, and with me as bloody usual, my co-host Emily Pig. And today we are talking about Dias de Muerto. <laughs> Dias de Muerto. De la Muertos. But I've seen it in about four different ways. Yes, but I think I think the overall is Dias de la Muertos. Dias de la Muertos, which is of course the Mexican Day of the Dead. Yes. Um, which is today that we are recording. And hopefully playing this out. Yeah. Um, we actually just came back from uh, some of the uh, the celebrations down on the seafront, where we are at the moment, in Puerto Vallarta, um, which was cool. We'll yeah. play some pictures yep. of some of the stuff that was down there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, I'm going to start by uh, talking about the history of the celebration and then Emily is gonna talk about some other more modern day kind of bits and bobs and we'll see how far we get. <laughs> okay, so Dia de la Muertes. Did I say it right that time? I think I think you're doing it kind of okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I'm doing it any better. So so sorry Dia to de la Spanish speakers. We are trying. <laughs> Dia de la Muertes. Its earliest roots um, uh, come from the times and mythology and traditions of the ancient Aztecs. Um, The Aztecs used to place skulls out at different times of year to honor the dead. This is apparently where the uh, skull and sugar skull references in Dia de los Muertos come from today. The original festival was in honor of an Aztec goddess, but as per Bloody usual, our favourites, the church, are back again behind taking local customs or fucking around with them. So this custom was moved to November 2nd, which is All Souls Day, uh, and mixed with the spookier, probably not quite church-sanctioned Catholic traditions and ideas about the afterlife. Um, So basically when the uh, Spanish came here, they kind of mixed in their celebrations together, which happened a lot mm-hmm. with like the Roman Empire and all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it becomes this like interesting, weird melting pot of uh, like a bunch of festivals just shoved onto one day. But it's interesting because it it just shows that all cultures have very similar celebrations. They might not be on the same day, but like all over the world, everywhere has very similar traditions because a lot of the Diestas Morta stuff is really intertwined with like a lot of the Samhain To be honest, most of our holidays and celebrations are based around either birth mm-hmm. or death. Like like Christmas, the birth. Yeah. yeah. Easter, the death. Yeah. Your birthday, your birth. Don't forget Zombie Day at Easter when <laughs> when Jesus came back. <laughs> right. Um, yes, exactly. So that's generally I think we're just so fascinated with that specifically like life and death because we can't presently be there on the other side of it you know what I mean well yeah and also I think it's 
representative of like just everything that we know, isn't it? Like a lot of the Celtic uh, traditions and beliefs were like that, you know, it was about like birth and death, but like in a in the seasons, like mm-hmm. death was like winter time. And then you had spring and summer come round, which were re- like representative of life and the goddess and things like that. Yes. So, but yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, the idea of the day is that it's a time when the dead are easiest to commune with, which is a similar concept to what we spoke about with the Samhain episode. The veil is thinner on this day. Uh, during the festival, people build altars for their deceased uh, loved ones that include photos of the dead, poems, jokes or letters about them, offerings in the form of food and drinks such as tequila, water, tamales, chilies, uh, and often a special kind of bread um, that are left at the altars as well. Uh, this is also very similar with Samhain, or Samhain, sorry, um, with the special bannocks being made and food offerings on the altars uh, to the spirits, although it seems that the spirits in this festival are less to be feared because they're family members that people are waiting for to come home, whereas in Samhain quite often they were like mischievous spirits and things like that. Yeah. As well as family, I think. But um, So they put special flowers, uh, also play a part in the festival. And you'll see them adorning many of the altars. They're mostly um, marigolds uh, and in a yellow or orange colour. And it's believed that the strong scent of these flowers in particular helps guide souls home. Uh, ancient kinds of incense are also used in this manner. Um, things like kapow, which has been used for like thousands of years. Uh, and is still used in like church services and things like that. Um, another thing that you would definitely recognise about this festival are the sugar skulls, as we mentioned before. They're the little skates, uh, clay skulls that are painted and decorated and quite often have the names of the deceased written across their forehead when they're placed on the altars. The altars built include representations of uh, elements of life. So the food, put, the food put out represents the earth. Sometimes uh, they put out ashes that also represent the earth. Um, the water or sand here actually we saw a lot of them with sand which I think is yeah is the version here because obviously it's like on the coast yeah and you're gonna get a lot of sand mm-hmm. uh, so uh, water uh, and I guess tequila obviously <laughs> represent like water the element uh, the candles placed on the water represent fire and the banners or like bunting that you find everywhere in Mexico uh, you've probably seen it, it's quite common and it has like skeletons like torn into the paper, uh, cut into the paper and like little pictures and things I like that. I wonder if you can create those kind of like you can with um, like the snowflakes that you can cut out. Well, maybe. They're quite detailed though, I'm not sure. Because like I'm wondering like, you know, like how like when we were, I don't know if you did this, but when we were kids we would like in class at school yeah, that would be like a little project so I'm curious if like a Mexican like school thing mm-hmm. is like make your own maybe like a simple one because some of them are very intricate I don't know how you would do that by like folding the you might be able to oh, I don't know right. I sucked at those snowflakes I always used to put such big holes in them I used to go a bit too happy with the scissors That's, <laughs> the trick to those is that you don't cut on one side too much 
Yeah, I think I always did and that. And that's how everybody always messes it up and then ruins the entire thing. Yeah. But, you know, all snowflakes are individual. They're not all pretty. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> True. <laughs> so, uh, so, anyway, after that little diversion. So, those uh, kind of flags represent uh, air as the element. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on the family, you might also find depictions of the Virgin of Guadalupe, who's the patron saint of Mexico. Or other religious iconography, you know, such as little cheesy bees on crosses and things like that, crucifixes. Um, the uh, whole point of the event is to basically lure home your loved ones. So, you, when, <laughs> like, not, back, just, not just welcome, but like, like lure them I will give you some tequila and some bread. <laughs> Please do come back. They <laughs> um, so also. In, in that kind of vein, uh, graves are cleaned. Uh, don't, apparently don't clean them the rest of the year, just clean them so that when the when your grandma comes back, she's like, oh, they kept the place lovely. <laughs> to be fair, isn't that everybody's home whenever they have family? Oh, over? yeah, absolutely. It makes sense. <laughs> Shove everything in the closet. Yes, mom, I cleaned the house. <laughs> it's always like this. What are we talking about? Um, some people also do dances. And others bring like food to invite entice spirits to a community celebration. I don't know if that's different to the offerings or if like people basically have like a party and like picnics and stuff uh, in cemeteries and grave sites to like kind of create an atmosphere that the spirits want to come back to. I don't know if it's entirely that or if it's just a celebration and then, like, the loved ones are welcome yeah. to join in that celebration. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's like, why would you want to celebrate their life if they're not welcome to join? Yeah. It's kind of probably the concept to it. It's just, like... Well, it's also, it's just, like, that... Uh, well, one article I read, someone was saying that, like, it's, like, the idea is just to keep there if they if you if no one remembers them then it's not really then they are dead but if you still talk about them and think about them then they're always kind of not fully gone i guess know? it's kind of the whole thing it's like oh they live on in your heart so yes. then if your heart stops and they're not still living in that you know what i mean like so yeah. it, it's a kind of a similar context the con- concept where like it's you know yeah yeah wherever they're continually living in those people who are living, so... Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, what's very interesting about the Day of the Dead is that after Mexico won its independence, uh, many people, especially in rural areas, continued just what we spoke about, doing the usual thing, and observing the festival in the way they always had, but in the cities, where there was a huge amount of political unrest and turbulent times because of uh, basically... <laughs> It was like a ridiculous amount of governments in charge in a 50-year period, something like 35 governments or something. <laughs> so after, like, while they were trying to figure shit out after they'd won independence, so some of the people took old traditions such as this celebration and turned them into a way of mocking politicians through poems and such things. Mm-hmm. So in the early 20th century, this political uh, art scene was very big in Mexico, and a Mexican artist put the uh, skeletons of uh, Dia de Muertos uh, into their art, and arguably one of the most well-known images uh, that people recognize 
Forum Dia de Mortes and now is La Calavera Caterina, which is the image of the female skeleton wearing the giant like fancy hat and the ornate clothing and stuff. Like you would recognize her if you've ever like looked at the Day of the Dead, she like appears and even here she's like the biggest skeleton that they have down on the seafront right now. Yeah. Uh, the original image is apparently supposed to be a representation of an indigenous woman covering up her heritage with French finery. Uh, and it was in protest to the desires of uh, Mexicans at the time to apparently look more European. The character was taken on by other artists and became like the modern representation of the festival, but it was in its origins like a political statement by the artist. That's cool. Yeah, I thought it was quite intriguing. Like, it's so basically the festival is just like a very interesting mix of a lot of different time periods histories and cultures and now they're all kind of like blended into one Mm -hmm. which is kind of kind of interesting yeah so that ties in nicely to mine um so i'm just talking about the more um modern version of it so it um unfolds over two days so um now you can see it through Towns and cities throughout Mexico, um, they usually have funky makeup. Like, a ton of people were wearing sugar skull makeup. Um, and they were even doing face painting um, on the streets. So it's really, really popular. Um, they sometimes do costumes, like, the full kind of... I don't even know, like, like just full skeletons yes. is kind of what they do, um, which is really cool. Or they'll do, like, more traditional wear. Um, or they'll dress or more mixture. like Caterina as yes. well with the like kind of like I guess French dress kind of thing. Yeah, so everything is like up for grabs. You can kind of play with it as you'd like, as Lots long of as traditional it's... clothing too, mm-hmm. but with the face paint like the mariachi kind of yes clothing and things like that. Yeah. So and then nowadays they hold um, parades and parties. They sing and dance and make offerings to loved ones, like you were saying. So November first, which was yesterday. Um, is the Day of the Innocent or Day of the Children. Um, and it also um, happens to be All Saints Day. And then today, which is the Day of the Dead. So essentially it is um, just between children and adults. And then I believe what they were saying at the celebrations that tomorrow is for the um, dead who passed away in more unfortunate circumstances. Oh, like accidents and all, I, or like suicide. I, I think it's more thing. suicide because the way that he was saying it meant like, like an untimely death yes, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, or like murder or something. Like mm-hmm. I guess like depending on I don't know what the definition is, but it's another day. So, yeah. um. Which is, I think, why we were so confused, because we were like, which day? Like, I looked it up, and I knew it was November 2nd, but they kind of celebrate it. They start putting well, up they things. They start on Halloween now. Like, yeah. uh, I even just walking down uh, the seafront earlier, I heard someone, like, speaking on a microphone, and he was saying it runs like they were celebrating for Halloween, because that's another thing, so. Yes, well, so what it is is that the gates of heaven are opened at midnight on October 31st. Oh, okay, that's So most celebrations aren't even until, like, 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. on Halloween. Here it's, a bit, like, a quite a bit later when people go out, which I guess is normal all across mm-hmm. the world, but... Um, 
it's even later because it's so hot during the day. So it works out well because it's like an hour later at the start of the festivities. Mm-hmm. So then they were like, well, might as well join it with Halloween because the Western people here already partying from like 7 o'clock. Yeah. And then we're kind of overlapping a bit. So it, I think it just kind of blended in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, um, on October 31st, the spirits of children can rejoin the families for 24 hours. And then the spirits of adults can do the same on November 2nd. Now that's interesting because, again, going on what you were saying about, like, Samhain and other kind of Halloween celebrations, and, and, and um, All Saints Day, uh, they're quite a lot connected with children. That's where, like, the trick-or-treating traditions come mm-hmm. from, uh, what's it called, soul-caking, souling or something? I don't know. Where they went around, children would go around and be giving cakes and... They would do prayers for, like, lost souls of children and things like that, I think. Interesting. Okay, yeah. Hmm. Makes sense. I guess, like, I don't want to, like, diminish any life, but generally children's lives are harder mm-hmm. to... Like, the grief is harder for a lot of people. Yes. Um, which is makes sense that they would essentially become, like, the priority, I guess, mm-hmm. in a lot of these, um, like, uh, events. Um, yes. Uh, so Mexicans often visit cemeteries. They decorate the graves and spend time there in the presence of the deceased friends and family. They also make the altars, like you were saying, um, in their homes to welcome the spirits. Um, so you can actually wish someone a happy day of the dead by saying Feliz Dia de los Muertos. Um, so this is kind of interesting, which I don't know if I told you before, but um, the... Mexico City Parade was actually inspired by the 2015 James Bond movie, Spectre. Um, no, which, what? Yeah, which featured a large Day of the Dead parade, and then Mexico City held its first parade ever that next year. Yeah, because I, I thought this, it wasn't, it's not really about parades, is it? It's like, kind of like, maybe you have like a, it's like a festivity, because obviously if everyone's hanging out in the graveyard... Everyone's going to be eating and, like, drinking and chatting and things like that. I think it honestly started off as a very wholesome yeah. thing where you, like, yeah, you... you so, um, the, a lot of the loved ones back in the day were buried, like, at the homes or really close to the homes. Mm-hmm. So people would just party in their houses because that's where the grave was. Yeah. Um, and then as people got buried further and further away in the cemeteries and that's where the parties ended up being there, there, or the houses. So you can make an altar in your house, and then the deceased um, loved one, instead of going to the grave, would actually come here. So wherever you decorated it, whether it was the grave yeah. or if it was here. Um, so then, yeah, I guess they started with the parades, which is funny that, like, they saw that, and they're like, it looks like an awesome parade. And they're like, why are we actually doing this? Yeah, right. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, I guess let's just actually do this. And we watched it on TV. Um, oh, I look- Crazy. Yeah, it looks like a big. Like, I was even like comparing it to like the Thanksgiving parade that they have in the U.S. Like, I'm obviously it's probably way bigger, but it was like that monumental. Yeah, now. it was like these people with like giant like skeleton puppets, and it was like real extravagant. Like, there was just so many attendees, and like they had it on this like national television, and it looked like they were like you know new york city when they're like gonna drop the ball and like how there's just so many people there it's like this is a massive thing now interesting though i think it's actually like a really 
good move for them to do that. Not only obviously because it would help, like, uh, it's, you know, it's a celebration of culture and things like that, but like, not many famous festivals, like famous things that are left around the globe, uh, celebrate death. Yeah. Like, it's all, like, it's very removed from our culture now. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It used to be quite a regular thing, and, like, why shouldn't it be celebrated? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah. You put all this emphasis on Christmas and things like that. Yeah. But, like... No, it it is, and I think they do it in such a tasteful way, which is why it's so appropriate. Yeah. And why, like, like, no one... scary for people. Like, even children... Like today, we're having a. I saw this kid like proper posing with one of the skulls, like, or for his mom to take a picture. Like, yeah. it's nice. To be honest, the kids in like America and Canada probably would be like scared of posing with like a skeleton or <laughs> like, you know, like, because like kids get scared posing with Barney. So, like, mm. the kids here clearly are like, this is not a scary thing. Like, yeah. they, it's not really, death is not as scary as people make it out to be because everyone dies. So, mm. It really shouldn't be that terrified. It should be celebrated. Life should be celebrated. Yes. So. I think it's very cool. And I, th- I think you live a better life if you're not afraid. Mm-hmm. Constantly at the end. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, and then also, um, funny enough, the next year, a bunch of major U.S. cities decided to make um, Day of the Dead parades. Um, anyway, so another movie that had a big impact is obviously Coco which came out the year after the big parade and after the James Bond, whatever. Um, and so this essentially made a lot of money, this movie, and paid homage to the Mexican tradition um, in which a young boy is transported to the land of the dead and meets up with his long-lost ancestors. Um, I watched that movie when it first came out, and then we watched it again yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was um, it, yeah. It... It's kind of cool watching it when you're in Mexico during this time mm-hmm. because it just shows a lot more than what you would see if you've never been here mm-hmm. and never experienced it. Yeah. Like, I noticed that a lot of the landscapes are really similar to places that actually exist here and people do live really similarly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not too far off. And um, I also really, including to this afterwards, I really like the songs have a mixture of English and Spanish instead of just English. Also, the whole movie does. It's quite nice. Yes. There's a lot of that. Like, when they refer to the altars in yes. there, they always say it in Spanish. Or the dog. Like, there's a yes. words that I think... It's funny enough, because people don't realize that there's certain words you don't really need to have in English because people will get the gist and understand it, and kids will learn some, like, new words. But again, Spanish is spoken in so many countries. Why, why does English have to be like, No! <laughs> no! <laughs> just <true>. me <laughs> well I'm, I'm assuming they probably do have a Spanish version of it which probably yeah, doesn't have any English but maybe I don't know that actually be interesting to take a look at I I'm assuming it would just be in Spanish well no I'm curious about the songs if the songs have just turned all the way to Spanish mm. I don't know mm-hmm. um, so the uh, Day of the Dead is celebrated in a different way uh, in different locations throughout Mexico. Festivities tend to be more colorful in the southern region, particularly in the states of, uh, was it Mohawken? Um, and Oaxaca and Chiapas? Chiapas, I think. Yeah. Chiapas, yeah. Um, in rural areas, celebrations are mostly solemn. 
Um, whereas in bigger cities, they're somewhat irreverent. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know. Are they? Like, here? Yeah, I guess, like, here it probably wasn't... Like, it's still pretty big. Like, I don't yeah. know what you, like... What it would be considered as, like, irreverent. Um, and then, obviously, Mexico City with the parade, and it was a huge thing. And I was assuming, like, Guadalajara and then, like, the East Coast probably do something. So... I I don't know. Um, like it, it obviously with bigger cities things tend to change mm-hmm. just because there's so many people having so many opinions and when you're in a smaller town it's kind of very more traditional. Yeah, you probably just do the same thing that you, you did with your parents and what yes. they did with their parents and So there's probably just like a bigger um like a variation of things to do in the bigger cities. Mm. Um so yeah. Uh so there, the celebrations continue to evolve to this day. Um, the heart of the holiday has remained the same over thousands of years. It's an occasion for remembering and celebrating those who have passed on from this world, um, and at the same time portraying death in a more positive light as a more neutral part of the human experience. Yeah. Which is wonderful. Great message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really enjoyed learning about this. I actually didn't know that much about it and I'm really happy that we got to experience like at least a little piece of it Mm -hmm. you know even if it was kind of the more over the top part this like the showy part yes but it was very cool traditional holiday to look into and learn some stuff about yeah I also want to put a little disclaimer that we don't want to be the Focal voice. Oh no, absolutely. Of this celebration, um, we're mainly just giving our opinion and mm-hmm. observing from our side. Yeah, what's going on while we're here? Yeah, um, but as far as like my opinion, I love it. I think it's awesome. I hope it sticks around I forever hope and ever. That potentially we can find um, maybe someone who is from here to talk about it with us yes at some point I also really hope it does spread across the world yeah um that is if the Mexican people are okay with that and like the Latin American people um I guess my issue is specifically the parades yeah spreading first Mm -hmm. when there's more interesting and more traditional and more important um parts of it yeah. that potentially would be more beneficial the main focus should be the the traditions and the history and yes. then like the parade should See, just be incorporated into that i think a, a, a holiday turning into a parade is really good for thanksgiving because thanksgiving the origin is not a nice origin that sh- maybe shouldn't be sticking around and maybe it literally should just be changed into a parade yeah, and that that's has nothing it. to do with the fucking yes. meaning. So like, that yeah. I do agree with when it has more of a core tradition that should be kept intact. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, making it more entertaining is okay to get it to a wider demographic, but not so much just to make it the new thing. Yeah. So. So thank you for listening. Yeah. I feel like we just got a very deep today. <laughs> I think it's because it's cool and interesting. Yes, yes. But um, we hope you enjoyed it. And um, yeah, hopefully we can come back and revisit this with like 
some other people and things like that. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, I would even love to do it again next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, dive into it deeper things. and maybe do like a video and interviews and yeah. a lot of that would be really neat. Yeah, that would be very cool. Um, okay, well, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Um, that's probably, this will be the last of our kind of spooky season, but not really because they were really spooky. Um, <laughs> So yeah, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, you can find us as usual on TikTok at No Shame Sideshow, uh, on Instagram at sorry, not a No Shame Sideshow, at Strange Stuff Sideshow on TikTok. You can also find out other things on No Shame Sideshow on TikTok. Uh, you can email us at No Shame Sideshow at gmail.com, and you can find us on Instagram at Strange Stuff Sideshow as well. And yes, we love you all as per usual. Mm-hmm. Have a lovely afternoon, evening, morning, or night, whatever time you're listening to this. And thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye, guys. Bye. Cuddle my butt.